Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Gentlemen and Gangsters, where we talk about being a man, living in your 20s, and just living in this day and age. You know what I mean? So today we have the most eminent guest, as always. For the first episode, we got Sayed over here, aka Broken. Say what up? What up? <laughs> we got Lode over here, aka Shatai, and we got my boy Sean over here, man. What's good? What's good? All right, guys. So, you know, I just like to start off by saying that this is not a feminist podcast or whatnot. This is just strictly opinion and just conversation, you know? That's what we're looking for. We're just being real here. We're always being real and just looking for genuine shit, you know? So, like, these days, it's just come to my attention and I've just been hearing so much shit, man. Like, guys, protect the women in your lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, protect the women in your lives. 100%. You do that? What does that mean? Protect your women in your life. Like, what does that mean? You gotta like, yo, like, nowadays, like, I've been hearing crazy shit, bro. Like, yo, one of my friends, shout out to her. You know, she's doing good and everything now for herself. But she just told me, like, a few years ago with one of her crazy-ass fucking ex, right? She was dating this guy, and then she broke up with him because things, you know, just don't end up working sometimes, right? So she broke up with him. Two months later, like, man, there's a window to this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, mans are out here putting windows to this shit. Two months later, this guy's like, yo, give me money or I'm going to send pictures of us together to your parents and whatnot. That's fucked, bro. One of those, eh? That's so fucked. Like, yo, I don't understand what good does that do anybody. And, yo, I know, okay, brown girl, for example. Brown girls don't want their parents involved no matter what. Right? A brown person. It, bro, every time, bro, these, these fucking mans, bro. Tell so, you, man, these niggas are thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> As you're drinking water. Yo, right? it's, not, it's not even about that, man. I think they're more controlling, right? You know? Not that, but no. the girl. Both. Yeah? yeah. But no, just, chicks are more controlling than guys. Yeah, and then some girls like it too. Like, you know, they want to be chased after. They want to, you know, like... Or they want to control the guys. Yeah, they want what I'm saying, you know, like, I know, but like, where does it, where's the halfway, you know, where does it end? You know, what's the point of all this shit? Like, for example, this guy, he's like to her, yo, send, give me money monthly. This man, bro, is your name Roger, dog? Is your name Rogers? She's trying to pay a fucking monthly phone bill, bro. This man's asking for $200 a month, okay, from this girl. So he doesn't send pictures of them together to her house, which... Weren't even bad, That's right? extortion money. That's, yo, black fucking mill, bro. Like, what the hell is going on with these mans these days, bro? I swear. I heard this, and I got cheese, bro. But listen, she has a brother. She accidentally spilled it out to her brother, and her brother got cheese. Her brother ran up on this motherfucker like he should. Like a man should, you know what I mean? Like, bro, there's girls that don't have brothers, or they don't have, like, a figure in their life, in their life that, that can't help them out. You know what I mean? So if you're... A girl's friend or whatnot, and she's telling you this, fam, run up on that that's trying to ruin her life. You know what I mean? Provide the run-up service. I coined that term, trademark. Shout out to Obi. We can run a business on that. You know, definitely run a business on that. Call one 800 192225 run up service. Yo, it's not the first time I've actually heard, like, you know, this type of scenario. Yeah. Like it's always been going on with girls, especially brown. But see, people. my my question is, is that these girls that have these problems are certain girls, it's not all girls, only certain girls. Of course. So when you're in that relationship, what precedent are you setting with the guys that allows them to react that way? 
Like there must be something that happens or is happening in that relationship mm-hmm. for this to continue afterwards. That's you know true. what Sometimes it is? Sometimes they don't tell you the whole story. You don't know the whole story. No, 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 no. But yeah, I, that 100%, that's true. But like the way I see it is that they still want to be friends after. It's the whole thing about being friends. And you know, some guys there aren't cool with the idea of just being friends after with the girl that they dated. Me personally, bro, I broke up. I'm gonna let once I get go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I I finished with my ex. I finished. I left her and never went back. No talking, no texting, this and that. Because I know for a fact that I wouldn't be able to handle it. Who knows, bro? If I did keep talking to her one hour, be friends with her like that, I would have turned into a crazy motherfucker too. You know? But (laughs) I'm a gentleman. But I'm a gentleman. Nah, man. There's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Yeah, but like you said, there's, there's levels, but. What are the terms of the breakup too? Like, how do they break up? Because it's a two-way street. For example, if some girl breaks up with a guy and completely like disrespects him or like gets rid of his manhood, like you're this, you're that, you know, you got a two-incher, you told me you had a two-incher. <laughs> Obviously the guy's gonna want Jeez. retaliation. Uh-huh, of course. So what, what are the terms leading up to and how does the breakup happen? But there's never a good breakup. You can't break yeah, up well, on good man, terms. Man over I mean, you but, 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 <laughs> let's not talk about that. But you, once you're breaking up, you're basically telling a man, "Listen, fuck off. I don't want to date you anymore." Yeah. Hey, but yo, is, you're not good enough for me, type of shit. Well, see, that's the thing. If I am putting my time and effort into it, and the girl comes over to me and says exactly what you said, "You're not good enough for me," or "I just don't want to be in with you," and I ask a reason why, and when I'm not giving that reason why. Obviously, I'm gonna start thinking like, what the heck is happening? What the fuck is she doing, and why? Is she playing me? Did she play me? What is she telling people about me? And that's where then I start thinking, and that's where this window starts coming in. And a month, two months later, when my boys are putting stuff in my mind too, I now want to get retaliation. But see, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, yo, if they're your boys, fam, instead of plotting to like ruin this girl's life, right? Why don't your boys take you out for a good night? Go to fucking go to a titty bar or something. For the record, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not vouching for these guys. I'm not saying what they're doing is right. This is just straight devil's advocate. Of course, and you know, we need this kind of shit on this podcast because we're not feminists or whatnot. You know, we're not just only playing for the girls' side and this and that shit, right? Like, there's guys out there too. Like, one of my boys, shout out to him. You know, he's doing really good for himself too now. Like, he just recently broke up with his girl maybe like a month or two months ago. But this guy, I'm telling you, he was going fucking crazy. Going through her phone all the time. My man, my man's logged in to his, uh, to my other boy's Instagram on his phone, asked for password and everything, just to check up on the girl. Yeah, but not to too, ask right? me something like the girl. But did, listen, you know, but listen, yeah, right? Like he would like just, that. just to check up on the girl and whatnot. Yeah, what she's there doing. has to be a story behind it too. Yeah, right? but if, if like, you have no to reason. check up on the girl or have to check up on the guy, then you're better off not being together. Exactly. The that's why the first thing about trust, a relationship trust. is trust. Trust. And if you don't have trust and you have no foundation. That's, that's what I explained to him. Trust after. me, daddy. Trust me. <laughs> but that's what I explained to him too. I'm like, yo, fam, listen, like. If you have to go through all this bullshit, then why haven't you thought to yourself, like, is this girl right for me or not? I don't give a fuck how much you love her or love the idea of her or whatnot. But if it's making, if it's hurting you, the and if it's is, making you change into a different person, nowadays, why would you go through that? There's a misconception between love and lust. Love doesn't happen in a month or two months or six months. Love is something that takes like time, takes years to develop. <clears throat> I don't believe in this love at first sight bullshit because at first sight is always lust. 
There's something that attracts you. You don't know what the girl's personality or the guy's personality is or what they are behind <laughs> the scenes or how they are at home. You see them, you like their eyes or their face or their hair or their tits or their ass or whatever it is. Fam, prejudice. I fucking hate prejudice because, yo, personal experience. I used to be, you guys remember, you know, Fat OB used to be 250 pounds running around, you know, this and that. 256, okay? Two, 256 <laughs> pounds, you know, shooting threes on and off the court and whatnot. You know, litty two titty and shit. Like, bro, like, you guys can vouch for that, that, yo, genuinely, I was a real guy. But when you look at me, you know, first look, I wasn't the prettiest guy, uh, prettiest guy or good looking guy in the world, this and that, right? So, like... You weren't the nicest guy. Either. And I was not the nicest guy either, right? But there were times where, like, I would just, I was a reflection of how I was treated and just based off prejudice. People wouldn't talk to me properly and whatnot. So I'm like, why the fuck should I give them any attention if they're not looking at me twice? Now, look, two years later, you know, I'm 175, working out good. I saw this as a second opportunity to just change my life around. Why do I have to be an asshole to girls or all these people and this and that? when I can just change and be a better person. Cause I saw it as, you know, a fear of God, bro. I saw it as like a second chance at life. So I took that second chance. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do what is morally right. You know, I'm not here breaking hearts, this and that. You know, guys are out here doing the most for pussy, bro. Doing the most. I hear stories of girls getting played, man. This one girl, I knew shout out to her, man. Really nice girl. Bro, 10 months she was dating this one guy. 10 months later, she found out she was a side chick. This guy's telling That's her that tough. he... You gotta let him know if the site check. Yeah, you, That's, gotta, you just gotta, gotta let, him, let him, straight, him be straight up. Be genuine. Be a gentleman, bro. At times, you gotta be a gangster. You, you know what the problem is? And this is specific to the brown community. You know, like yeah. Indian, Pakistani, Afghani, Bangladesh, whatever you want to name them. The thing is that they live in a paradox, okay? There's two worlds and they're stuck between it. They have the home culture, which is, you know, refrain from these things, be obedient, you know, you know stick to the right path. And then there's the modern day culture, which is, you know, go out, be independent, do your own thing, live your life, you make your decisions, nobody makes them for you. The problem is, is that when they choose that path, once they see these obstacles, now they want to come running back to, no, 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 I can't live that way, I'm like this. And that's where the, the, the clash is, in that they don't own up to their responsibility and their decisions. So they make a decision, knowing that it's wrong, or knowing that, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. They don't want it coming back to them or coming back to their homes, but they still engage in it. And once you engage in it, you open the doors to these kind of things and you have to be able to step up. And at this point, <coughs> when that happens, now it's a matter of extortion, like, you know, bro kid said, or whatever the case is, harassment, blackmailing, you name it. But at this point, now they have to get, you know, authorities involved or do something else. And at this point, now they say, no, I don't want to because it's gonna come back to my home. Well, you gotta give something else something up here, right? You can't have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. It's either one or the other. You either stay true to what your home culture and you're brought up, the way you're brought up, <clears throat> or you stay true to the modern culture and, and go with the flow. But so would you say- Culture or pussy? It's culture <laughs> or pussy. But like, in, in this sense, would you say this pertains to guys and girls? It does, I think, way? yeah, yeah. I think it pertains to guys and girls. Like, you can find examples in both cases. Like, for example, okay, now another uh, conversation I was having with another friend of mine, you know, shout out to him. And it was like, okay, arranged marriage and love marriage, especially nowadays, 2017, we got social media culture and this and that. Everybody is just all over the place, you know what I mean? Now, some. Exactly. Now, culture, like you said earlier, right? Culture, 
brown parents and whatnot, because I know I've got, received this talk from my parents too. Arranged marriage is the best way to go. And listen, your parents, 110%, they want the best for you. You know, even though sometimes they may not see it, right? Or you may not see that it's the best thing for you, but they always want the best thing for you, right? So now, here's the dilemma. We're raised in a culture where, you know, love and happiness and all this, you know, bullshit. That we, independence that we look for, right? Now, would you, like, these people, okay, for example, girls that are looking for guys and whatnot, and guys that are looking for girls that they want to eventually get married to. But the thing is, when people start talking, nobody brings up that, yo, this is what I'm looking for. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm, I'm attracted to you. I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. So eventually, like, I want to see some kind of future with you, right? Nobody's having these talks anymore. The first thing yeah, people bring it's up... it's not getting to that, ex- that, that extent anymore. The, you, you get into a relationship nowadays, two, three months later, it's done. Or something happens and you don't know what you want to do. Nobody comes in the, right in the beginning. Like if for, the, for example, if you ask a girl out to go out with you, the first day you meet up with her, are you going <laughs> to lay down the facts? Like, this is what I'm looking for in my life. This is what I want to do. Because that's a turn off too. Of so course. How are you going to talk to me about marriage and what you see in marriage when this is the first day that we're even talking to each other? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. True. But like, and in the, in, but how do you get to that argument or that, uh, you know, the conversation is what is the appropriate time? What, what signs do you have to see before you can engage in these kind of It's like you Wait. can't get physical after one day of talking to a girl. And that shit happens, bro. They literally like as much you as know, you, you don't, can, as you much can, as you don't think that this girl is like that or whatnot, but Sometimes it happens, or as much as you think this guy's like that, you know, he'll tell you all these stories and this and that shit, and then next thing you know, second date. This is something that was like you know mentioned to me. Uh, Somebody was talking to me about you know some problem that they're going with, and he said, you know, I've been with my you know significant other. They're not married yet, but for you know eight nine years. Wow! And shout out to them. Eight nine um, years. That's a long. We love each other. We're happy with each other. We give each other the space that we need to when when we we know each other are going through rough times. Um, But my question is, and my dilemma is that, am I making the right choice? Mm -hmm. I haven't explored anything else. I don't know any better. Should I? Is it time for me to now move on? But the thing is, is like, why would you want to move on from something that's good? You got something good going on, it, but you, you never know if it's good. Those, if you haven't like seen what right. Else but the thing is, grass isn't greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. So if you've put all this time and investment into this, and you know you got it good, why do you want to explore? You know, I okay. So what is there? First of all, what is there to explore? Another pussy or a dick, it's all the same thing. I mean, you have different, you have different personalities. It could be like, tight, it, it could, could be loose. <laughs> <laughs> it could be really too titty. In a relationship, you look for somebody you can trust. Yeah. Somebody who treats you with respect. Somebody 100%. who loves you. 100%. Somebody who understands you. Yeah. Knows when you're having your moments and you need some space. Provides it to you. Doesn't hold you, you know, accountable for these kind of things. Is able to, you know, compromise with you. And if you have all that, then why do you want to explore? You know. Um, there was this guy I was talking to and he's been with his girl girlfriend since high school and you know they're going on four years now you know shout out to them and everything but I like you know I understand every couple goes through stuff at some point in their life you know and this guy he was telling me he's just like yo my girlfriend before she met me she had different she was with someone else and with someone else prior to that but 
this is the first girl that I really liked and the first girl I started dating. But like, I haven't been out anywhere else, you know? Like, I don't know what's out there. Is this what I really want? Is this the only thing? And I told them, I was like, you know, being a single guy and this and that, and what they have is fucking beautiful, man. Shout out to them. Like, I wish, you know, Allah keeps them happy and everything, you know, together. But like, I told them, I'm like, you have something really good that's going on for you. But at the same time, hearing that from someone else doesn't make exactly. a difference. You gotta right? learn, you yeah, gotta you gotta learn, learn from your yourself. Own, so you gotta learn but, from your own experience. But if other people are telling you what you have is good, then you still won't don't believe you. you think that yeah, should be enough? They still won't believe you unless they... They're the type of person that will actually no, like, learn the their is, is that mm-hmm. kind of st- you, In that position, there are people that tell you, you got it good. Yeah. But there's also people that tell you, listen, there's, uh, there's better for you. Yeah. So you're stuck exactly. with that too, right? Exactly. Is when people start telling you these kind of things. So now when people tell you these kind of things, and say for example, I've been in a committed relationship, just for this example, but it's me, right? If someone's telling me, yo, you got the best thing in the world, right? And if someone's telling me, yo, there's better out there, this and that. What should I think about or what should I help to make my you decision here? Make your you got to know yourself. You got to know, you know yourself first. Know yourself. Know your worth. Shout out to Jake. Yo, Jake, send <laughs> us some OVO merchandise. That's exactly I know you're going to be like, listening to this one day. What, what, what have you... Because everybody has an understanding of what they want in their life and what they want in their future. Like, you know, for example, you know, I want to have a settled life. Decent job, loving wife, couple kids, my own home, spend time with them, do my thing, have some friends, chill with them. Some people want a difference. Some people want the money, the lavish life, the partying, you know, the post or whatever you want to call it. But now no, you're in a relationship for four or five years. You have exactly what you've always wanted. Why would you even consider thinking about anything else? You know, somebody tells you, oh, you, you need to explore, you can have better. What's better? What I have is exactly what I want. So why would you want to go? That's the problem. There's greed and there's an ego. And once that starts to take over you, that's when you get into these problems. That's when you, and insecurities. That's when you find people running up on people or you know extorting them, blackmailing them. It's because they themselves don't know what they want anymore. They've had something good, they messed it up, or they did something to lose it, and now they're, they're stuck. They have no idea what they want to do and how to get it back. And everybody experiences it because once you're young, you get a phase. If you don't get that phase of you drinking, smoking, having girls, and you grow up, and then you want to taste that phase, you're done. Exactly. There's you're a time up. and an age and a place for everything. You and know, I think we all have someone in mind. For example, if you go through that partying phase or that going out and, you know, just spending your time, spending your new, you, you know, you doing your thing. If you pass that phase in a relationship and get to the point where now it's time, it's around the age <laughs> where people start to settle down and now you want to party, well, then you got serious issues. There's something wrong with you because you're just completely backwards. At that point, you got to get over that. You just yeah. have to accept that. Listen. I've moved on from it. Like for example, me, I started working when I was 14. Okay, I worked full time when I was 14 because of my own personal issues that I Shout had. Shout out to you, my guy, you're a legend. I got engaged when I was 19, mm-hmm. just turned 19, and four months later, I got married. Okay, I had my daughter when I was 23. Now if I wanna go beautiful. back and say, Be- beautiful daughter, if I wanna say, hey listen, no, you know what? Now it's time for me to party. I look like a fool. You look like an idiot because you're no longer, yes, I'm only X amount of age. Let's say I'm only 25 or whatever the case is. People are going to say, yo, you're young. You got your whole life ahead of you. Parties, this and that, women. But on the other side, I'm also a father. I, I can't 
think as if I'm a single 25 year old just entering into my prime, making my money, having a career. Now it's, I have a family and I have to, you know, provide for them. I, you know, I have to. This I is where, option. this is where the conflict between responsibilities and desire comes in, yeah. right? Because some people, they want to be like, yo, age is just a number, man. I know 20, 30, 28, 30 year old guys that are doing all this shit, <laughs> fuck the responsibilities. I know That's guys right. that are 20, that guys that are younger. Like, for example, nobody, yeah, with kids, like, nobody just said, for example, like, yo, responsibilities fell on him earlier. So he had to choose between desire or responsibility. Now, I'm glad he chose responsibility over desire. But you just got to get that out of your system at an early age. And even if you didn't get it out of your system, don't jeopardize your future just for like some yeah. pussy, man. You know, like, like, you know, people cheat, whatnot, this and that. But, you know, another thing that always comes to my mind is like somebody cheats on someone, but the other person always stays. Sometimes the other person stays. Why should they go to? Why do they stay? I never really understood that, you know? People tell me, like, you don't choose who you love and this and that. I think that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, even though you're pussy tight, I'm not going to jeopardize my life. DMX said it the best. DMX said it the best. Shout out to DMX, man. Honestly, like, yo, it's just these days people think about shit too much. Like, okay, 10, 15, 20 years ago, man, happiness wasn't even a concept. Like, people, like, looking for happiness and whatnot. For me, but, but yo, do you do you always think that there's always a giver in the relationship and a taker? So one's always settling, and then the other yo, of course. And this is where that eighty twenty rule comes from. Shout out to Diddy, Pub Daddy, right there. You know, we made this rule eighty twenty. <laughs> so pretty much what it is is that like you know, I'll give eighty percent, you just give twenty percent, this and that, yeah. right? That's like the giver taker. But sometimes the girl is in that position or the guy is exactly. in that position. Right now. Nowadays, we all want equality and we hear about this and that, women equality, women fighting for rights, men equality, this, that, equality, bullshit, all this crap, right? But what's, like, what's the, what's the means to the end? Yeah, like, or what's the middle ground, you know? Like, 50-50 or what? Because, yo, there's some guy... It can never be 50-50, and that's just how it is. Because people's personalities are different. Some guys have a more soft, laid-back, defensive personality, while girls have a more aggressive one. And if you're in a relationship like that, there's nothing wrong with it. You have to have that balance. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I know people who their wives are the more dominant in the relationship. And people make fun of that person. There's nothing to make fun of them. And that's where the problem happens is because the people that are surrounding you are the ones that are influencing this. Yeah. If, if your wife or your significant other has the more dominant personality than you, so what? You guys are happy. You guys are doing your thing. If anybody has a problem, they can deal with it. Exactly. And you know, if you feel like that and this is not right for you, then why are you... Sorry no, to cut no, you off, no, but no, that no. comes back to your first, the first topic that we started talking about is that guys extorting girls or telling them they're going to you know, send all their pictures and this and that. Because of that, they have their personalities, whatever. Things, something happens. Now the people that are around them are probably you know, pushing them, hey, listen. What kind of guy are you? You got played by a girl? Mm. You know, she she told you off. That's how it's gonna be. You're gonna be known as a pussy for the rest of your life. How? You move on. You know. It, yo, fam, keep it fucking moving. One thing happens. Keep it moving, bro. There's so many other girls out there, and I'm sure, fam, 
for the guys, there is a girl that's out there dying to be with you. And for the girls, there is a guy out there that is just dying to be with you. And he will treat you like royalty or whatever, whatever you're looking for. You just got to give those people a chance. This is that you just do you stick to yourself. Do whatever you got to do for yourself. The right person will come your way. And when you're not looking, searching for it, once you start searching for it, you start getting into trouble because people will tell you what you want to hear, especially for those that are searching for it. They're very open. They're open book. They'll tell you what they're looking for. And how hard is it for somebody to tell you what you want to hear if they know what you're looking for? They know what you want. They'll tell you what you want to hear. And then come five, 10 months down the road, if you manage to get that long, things change now. Just do your thing. The person will come to you. Or exactly. you'll run into that person. And something will happen. But if you really need a hoodie, you can hit up my boy Bhatti. Get a hoodie. Go to him. Get it posted on your hoodie that you need a girl. And just walk around, my nigga. Exactly. Yo, you'll find someone for sure, bro. Yo, exactly. Man, hey, listen, man. For the brown people out there or, whatnot, or whoever. If you don't, if you're this desperate or whatnot, even if you're desperate for pussy, go, fam, go the halal way if you're Muslim, go the, you know, Christian way if you're Catholic or whatever, Christian, and just tell your parents to find you someone, you know, like, yo, I just, if you want pussy, bro, you have pussy, and then you have kids too, you know what I'm saying, you live life and you be, happy family, man, like, no <laughs> for example, like, yo, you have, mashallah, two but daughters now, what, what if you're a pussy monster? <laughs> Shut up, boy. Please define the pussy monster. Because, yo, if your wife hears this dog, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we know who the pussy monster is. What's a pussy monster, though? Yo, someone that's not satisfied with anything. No matter you know how many girls he has, no matter what he does, you know he's never satisfied. What do you do with that? What do you, in that case, like, where is the end? What do you look exactly. for? Exactly, people you, like that too, and then there's girls like that too. You know, for, no matter for people how many like that, they date. there's something called common law, okay? Uh, you just go, you get with somebody, you spend time with them. If you don't want to do it, you move on. And usually, you attract the very uh, people that are like with the same mindset as you. But girls do that you know, too. People, like, people that even are guys that we got played. Yeah, people that, that are unsatisfied. That person that, that keeps on, that keeps on. Also, for people like that, it's called prostitution on Church Street. You can go <laughs> there and deal with it like that. <laughs> Yo, bro, if you're that desperate for you, pussy, just pay for it, bro. That desperate or that unsatisfied that keep wanting this change end up finding each other. Yeah, right. true. Eventually, like, you'll find a person that's exactly, exactly like you. Exactly like you. And then you, uh, you're you able to balance things out. You're able to work things out. Or yeah. if you don't, you're able to move away. Yeah, trust me. And in a crazy See, way, somebody, it's somebody who's looking for, you know, calmness, tranquility, a set, you know, standard procedures, whatever, you know, a calm life, one person, let's be together, let's start a family. You have to find that person. True. And if, if you find somebody that's not like that, they'll let you know. Right off the bat, that they're not like that, and they don't want that, and that's and those, where you say, "Okay, I'll go my way, you go your way." And though, this shout out to my boy over here, bro, kid, just stubbed his toe. We already know how that feels. <laughs> but, but like, yo, the people that do tell you that, I rate those people like no tomorrow. These, like, for example, I'm like that. Like, I'll tell you what I'm looking for, and you know, like. I'm not here to play nobody, we're not, because yo, I have sisters, God forbid somebody does that to them, bro, you know what I mean, like, yo, bro, you have daughters, 10 years from now, we're not, God forbid anybody does that to any daughter or sisters or whatnot, that's what I'm afraid of, you know, karma is the biggest bitch in the world, karma will come down, bite you in the ass, so why don't you do good, and good will come to you, you know what I mean, like, the thing is, the people, the guys, especially that do that kind of stuff, they're not men. 
Right the fucking the not men at all, bro. Being a man these days is a lost art, man. You need to understand that times are changing. Where you live, you have to kind of adapt into that culture. So if you're being subject to that kind of abuse, harassment, or extortion, then you have to go through the channels that you have to go through. Yeah. And don't care about, oh, well, what if my mom finds out? Well, what if my dad finds out? Well, when you went into this relationship, you never thought about that. Uh -huh. You didn't give two shits about that, and you went into it. Yeah. Now you backed out, and it's coming back to bite you in the ass. Well, so be it. Now you got to go through the proper channels. That's just how it works. Shout out to my big brother, Noma Day. I was What's it called? dropping jewels, bro. It's a blame game. Uh -huh. At the end, it's a blame game. If you want a girl to take home and live with your mom, and at the end of the day, your mom is not happy with her, you're going to take the blame. But if your mom brings the girl home and she's not happy with her, you yeah. can go back to your mom and be like, listen, you brought the girl, you take up this. Yeah, I've, heard, yeah, I've heard that too, man. But like, okay, now for example, Sean, you know, you've been with uh, your now wife, you know, congratulations. I mean, shout out to you, my guy, holding yeah, it yeah. down. But how long were you guys dating before you got married? Yo, honestly, we dated, like, we started like in grade 10. Grade, grade 10. Yeah, so we were kids. How old are you guys now? Um, I'm like 26 right now. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's been a while still. We just got married like last year. Congratulations, my brother. I was there. It was Liddy to Titty. Yeah, you know what it is. I know. But now you tell me, you know, I know for sure that there were times where you felt like it's, it wasn't going to work or, you know, you felt yeah, down about sure, it. Yeah, sure. Why not? How do you get through those times? Um, honestly, you just gotta know. You just gotta know if that's the right person you gotta be with. Like um, me personally, like I had like a couple of relationships before, uh -huh. but you know, just going through that, like I actually knew that you know this person is the one for me, and she kind of knew that too. And honestly, sometimes it just works out like that. At what point do you realize that this person is like you know this is the one? You just because I got people, fam, bro. I was two months into a relationship. You guys know, bro. <laughs> I was all about this girl. I'm like, yo, this is the one I'm gonna get me. She ended up fucking me up, but whatever. Bygones be bygones. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. And yeah, for and the that, and the, honestly, in that point, you gotta find the right person too. Like for me, like everything worked out. Like you know, the girl I wanted to be with was the girl I wanted to be with, and yeah. We were talking about previous relationships before yeah, marriage. Yeah, yeah. When when was that? Grade eight? Yeah, no, <laughs> yo, so that was actually yeah. my bro, there, man. I didn't have a I didn't have a girlfriend till I was fucking twenty one, bro. Dead ass. And I, to be honest, I wasn't even about it then. You know what? This girl came into my life when I wasn't looking for anybody. You know what I mean? But like, you know, sometimes it, as you said, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. you know. Sometimes you don't. Right? But at the end of the day, whatever happens. You gotta keep it moving. You gotta keep it moving. You gotta keep you it can't, moving. You can't right? you know, keep the same energy. You gotta keep it moving. Gonna, you know, do anything. You gotta keep it moving. Damn, man. Thank you very much for your input, bro. Shout out to you. And I hope God blesses you guys with 30 kids and, you know, you live a very happy life. <laughs> yes, sir. 30 kids? I don't know about 30 kids, but. A soccer team. I'm soccer trying to have team? a soccer team still. I wanna have like two at least. Two kids? Yeah. No day? Four. Four. Mashallah, you're already on your second child too. Halfway there. Halfway there. That's good, man. Okay, so another another thing that always pops into my head personally is like, you know, what age or mentality do you think is the right time to get? Were you thinking? I think 25, man. 25? 25, yeah. Being 25 a brown is, guy or just in general for um, everybody? Just in general because, you know, you have a lot of experience then. You're 25, you're like in the middle grounds and, you know, you kind of know yourself better as well. Mm. And I think, yeah, I think 25. 25 is like, for what? 25 get married years. or to get your first child? And, no, we're talking about marriage now. Marriage. You're not paying attention, bro. You're sitting right here. Yo, but the girls get married. I mean, 
they get first child when they're 16. Oh, yo, yo bro. Where, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yo, fam. Uh, one of my boys works for, uh, shout out to President. You already know what it is. Sniper, uh-uh. <laughs> and so President works at uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Canada, right? And he deals with high school kids and whatnot. And this guy, he's always telling me like, yo, 16-year-old's pregnant, 15-year-old's pregnant, 14-year-old's pregnant, this and that. That's a mistake, bro. Yo, fam, do these people not know what fucking protection is, bro? Pay $3, bro. Pay $3. Like, shit. Uh, I think high school, you get it for free. High school, you get it for free, bro. Sexual education is very important. And as much as brown people don't want it, yo, fam, like, grade six, bro, that's when they start teaching you. Yeah, but you're still young, though. Like, you know, like, you're, you don't know, like, what's going on. You don't know the best for yourself. So that's what I'm saying. Like, 25 is, like, an okay age. Yeah, but see, my question is, okay. They start teaching you with such a young age. But you still don't know what When they means. start teaching you at such a young age, they start building curiosity in your mind at such a young age. So you're curious. So if you're giving them this information, you better be sure to have those methods in place to protect them from it. Just saying we got free condoms isn't enough. You're talking about kids here. That's promoting sex, no? If just giving out condoms and whatnot. Like I know for example Frost Week, bro. Exactly. You're gonna tell them this is what sex is, this is what it does, and say, here's free condoms. Now you're encouraging it. You yeah. don't encourage this thing. You tell them, you know, maybe maybe they gotta change the curriculum. Maybe they gotta start teaching people the kids at a later age if they see that this is a problem. But to be honest, I don't think that's as big of an issue right now. With there's only you hear yes here and there sometimes. It's not as prevalent maybe it is now I don't know when I was in high school it wasn't as much of an issue but I think maybe a reason would be is because they're being exposed to that culture at such a young age obviously when I when I learn something new the first thing that comes to my mind is curiosity what right. if you exactly. know what if I do that what happens let, let me check it out let me see what's gonna happen I'm a kid I don't know any better that's true that's why we need Older people in our lives, role models. Like for me, example, nobody over here, bro. Thank you very much for coming to the podcast today. It's always been any problem I have or whatnot, I go to this guy, you know. And for some reason, somehow, it's that fucking legend, bro. I don't know how he always comes up with the right things to say or whatnot, right? But like, <clears throat> we, I feel like we need those kind, these kind of people in our lives where they can help us differentiate between right definitely, definitely. and wrong, you know. And like. That's the most important part, just knowing the difference between right and wrong. You know, maybe some of your parents, you know, like, that's what a parent's job is. Yeah, to make sure the child sure. knows what the difference between right and wrong is. Like, for example, me, my dad, you know, yo fam, I got my ass whooped so many times as a kid. But I can't be thankful enough for that, right? Because it turned me into the man I am today. That's good, man. You know, like, I know the difference. I can say, alhamdulillah, yo, my parents taught me the difference between right and wrong. You know, but this is it all comes down to like where, a moral compass. It does, but this is where that paradox comes into effect again. It's because <clears throat> your parents, who obviously, you know, for the most part are your well wishers, are always want the best for you, always lead you in the right direction, are giving you one information. And you're at home, what? For half the day, but the other half, you're somewhere else, whether it be in school, whether it be in friends, whether it be around, you know, others outside. And they're giving you other information. That's the problem that most brown people face is that while I was born and raised in Toronto, why do I have to follow the ways of how my parents were raised? 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's that clash. They don't want to listen to the parents. They think what their parents are telling them is stupid because their teachers say something else. Their teachers say, oh no, you have to be independent. It's 2017, 21st century. That's not the way of life. It's like that. Russell, case to blame. It's like that Russell Peters joke, you know, where one of his uh, white friends would uh, he'd go into his house and he'd be like, you know, fuck you, mom, or this and that. When his mom would say anything, and he's like, what? Just like that? He's like, yeah, just threaten to call uh, child services, right? So this guy, Russell Peters, brown guy, goes home and his dad says say something to him, and he's just like, you know, fuck you, dad. I'm gonna call child services, and his dad's like, you know. It takes them 15 minutes to get here. In those 15 minutes, I'm going to whip your ass. So you can... Don't put it as like, yo, don't forget where you come from and where your, what your culture is. You know, always so, remember your I, roots. I'm not saying this is the right thing to do or I'm not, you know, supporting this. But all the people I knew growing up, whether it be, you know, white kids, black kids, brown kids, whatever, Chinese, Korean, Spanish, you name it. The ones that got their beatings when they were kids turned out to be straight. And the ones that didn't, some of them, I don't even want to comment on. <laughs> they, they, they turned out to be the ones that went out rogue. They turned out to be the ones that, you know, yeah. were, you know, the women abusers and whatnot. So, so just say, just putting it out there. So like another question that always comes to mind, it's like how people treat others. Is it based on how they're raised or are they just trying to fit in? It's what is society or like fitting the people they're around you know what I mean because that's always been a conflict of, a conflict of interest because like your parents the way you maybe at home you know your parents did not get along all the time or whatnot this and that but like you grow up and your friends you know you see your friends doing whatnot like for example um, this one girl I knew her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend would treat her like shit call her bitch in front of all her his friends all the time uh, hit her and this and that, but she's still stuck with it. So like, is that maybe she? She's that's not stuck how she, with it. She's choosing to be she's there. She's choosing. Oh, perfect. But was that maybe that's? Is do you think maybe that's how she uh, it was for her at home or whatnot? Like her parents, an abusive childhood leads to uh, abusive adulthood. Could, 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 because if you're abused while you're a child growing up, you don't know any better. You think that's just the way it is. Yeah. And then when you're in an abusive relationship, it's just normal to you. It's not anything different. You don't know how it is on the other side, how it is to have the love, the person respect, <clears throat> treating you fairly. You don't know any better. Yeah. But gentlemen, thank you very much for coming and doing this first episode with me. You know, yeah, I yeah. know we have the most thank illustrious, the most eminent guests always. This is just one of many shows. I have a vision for this show, man. I want this to be big, and I just want opinions and voices just to be heard. Yeah, we we want topics that you know people are experiencing, so that exactly. we can talk to them about it. We don't Ex want to just come up with topics, even though for the most part we know what's happening out there because we're living in that life right now too. <clears throat> but if anybody has topics or or suggestions or comments or you know need, need some advice, let us know what you're going. Please, through. please, holla at us, yo. We're and, and, and just to add to that, there's no shame in you know speaking the truth. Exactly. You say the truth. You get it off your chest. Somebody will be able to help you out. This is if you what don't open up and you're not transparent. Nobody can ever help you. Out. Fam, this is your on our next show, on our next show, you can catch us. <laughs> what do you mean our next <laughs> show? Six four, be different guests next six, show, four, man. Seven, seven, eight, six, five, eight, three, four. Please call us on this number if you have any questions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Six four yeah, seven yeah. seven eight six <laughs> five eight three four. <laughs>
Yo, listen, listen. This podcast is just about the truth, you know? We just want to be real. We just want the truth. And we just want different opinions and different things. And, you know, we're not always going to be talking about guys and girls and this and that bullshit. We're going to be talking about other stuff. Talking Health, about fitness. Talking about kush. Talking about booze. Talking about ties. Talking about, talking about suits. Talking about respect. Talking about this booze. Is, talking about Tim's. Talking about talking, underwears, talking, talking about, about life. Talking, talking about, about life, life, talking about Cuba, talking about everything. This is the Gentleman and Gangsters podcast. Please hit me up. This is your host, Obi. We are out.